Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn and has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Welcome to Talkin' Tofu, a vegan food podcast. I'm Becky Streepy. And I'm David Streepy. This week on the show, we'll talk about just egg French toast and eat vegan shrimp from all vegetarian. It's just egg French toast? Yeah, that French toast that I've been making is just egg French toast. You've been using my just egg on this French toast this whole time? Yeah. I didn't know that. I asked you. Mm, You asked about the scramble. No, I... That you just made. The, That's the only time I've ever been asked if you could use the just egg. I asked you. When the kid asked I for French toast, that. I said, let's use the just egg. Is that okay? And you said yes. And then since then, I took that yes to be a blanket yes. Oh. It was a few weeks ago. It doesn't sound like something I said. Yes? No. Yes, you can <laughs> use the French. <sighs> Dave. What? How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I don't have any specific thing about good. Well, you were going to do that. Nothing specific has happened? No, I just meant I Nothing don't... life-changing has happened in the last week to you? This is going to be a bad episode. It's going to be a great episode. No, nothing happened to me this week or either of us. It's just the same old, same old. You're bursting at the bit to talk about that. And so I was just saying like... Guys, we got vaccinated. Everybody, we got vaccinated. Well, we got our first shots. Yes. Yeah. But we have appointments for our second shot. Yeah. Yeah. We we live in Georgia and we became eligible as of Thursday. And we found appointments for Friday and we got our shots. We sure did. And then a week after this episode comes out, we will be getting our second shots. When does this come out? The ninth. Oh, okay. We'll be on spring break. I guess yours will be. You'll be getting yours a oh. week after. I'm two days later than you. Second shot. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be first. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah. I knew we were going to talk about that, but not like other stuff that's going on. What other stuff? That's exactly my point. <laughs> I think that's all we need. We're not, I don't know. No? You don't know? It made my arm hurt. I couldn't move my arm up higher than like lateral for two days i can finally move it today yeah you were really i got the symptoms i started feeling run down friday night and then my arm started hurting real bad and that kind of continued through saturday but now i feel mostly better and you didn't get any symptoms my arm was sore when the woman gave me my shot and was asking me which arm and then i picked one but she could tell i wasn't sure Mm -hmm. and then she said 
do you sleep on your side? And mm. I was like, oh, I picked the wrong arm. Oh. Because I couldn't, I kind I of wish go. wish they'd said that to me. You had the same lady. I know. <laughs> and I wish she'd said it to me. I wish I she had too. What Wait. is it? You had the same lady supposed to add to that. I don't know. <laughs> I'm so are you really dragging her for saying something to you and not to me? Mm-hmm. Or That's- calling me a liar because you had I had the same lady as you and she told you. So she must have told everybody. Mm-hmm. Okay. Both of those things. Just well, drag- those were two different just dragging that lady and you. Just uh-huh. all at once. No, just kidding. The lady that did my shot was an angel. She's great. Anyway, she asked if um, which side I slept on, and I'm glad she did. I actually kind of go back and forth, side to side. And I can just finally constantly just like it's true. It's <laughs> like wobbling, like you're swaying. I'm a real like toss and a, turner. Like you're at church. Like, yeah. Well, I like to nestle up in a little nest on one heaven. side with my book, and then when I'm ready to go to sleep, flip. Mm, okay. So I got the shot on my flip side, not the book side. So when I flip, I couldn't sleep on the flip side for a couple nights, but then last night I could sleep on the flip side again. I see. My arm was sore, but not not like as bad as as you. Yeah, I just wish she had said, "There's a chance your your arm will be so sore that you can't lift it very high." And then I would pick the arm that I don't use to do everything mm-hmm. as the arm to get the shot. I wish but that for you. Yeah, I don't know. It was the same lady. <laughs> <laughs> so, I she don't know were- what happened. She remembered Dave. My appointment was a few hours after Dave's, and she remembered Dave because our child <laughs> asked us to take videos of ourselves getting the vaccine because we didn't want to bring him with us to stand inside a CVS for who knew how long, because who knows what those lines were going to be like. And it was the right move? Yeah. The line was long. He would have hated it. But It was the most people that I've been around in a year. And the longest I'd been inside a building that wasn't, well, no, when I broke my toe and had to get the toe rebroken, that was the longest I'd been in a building. Mm-hmm. This is the second longest and way more people. Yeah. And just filthy people. Filthy, you think? No. I, I didn't have that experience. I just mean a non-medical oh. situation is inherently filthy. Oh. There's nothing particular about these people, but it was like... Flip-flops instead of shoes. You know, that kind of. It all medical. adds up. Carpeted floor in the in the pharmacy, which is like, really? Yeah. Why does... That's so gross. Why would a pharmacy have a carpeted floor? It's so Why hard to keep it clean. Why would anybody have a carpeted floor? I don't know. Now that we have these rugs and all throughout the house, I kind of get the... A carpet is nice. A rug see. is cleanable, though. A carpet is a bit much bigger pain to clean. Yeah. Hey, those of you toeheads with carpets, are you filthy? <laughs> Get at us. What what he means to ask is because we love you. We just want to know how you're cleaning your carpets because we need to clean these rugs. No, we uh, we know how to clean the rugs. Oh, with the rug doctor. No, we don't use the rug doctor. That's what ruined the rug. Oh, because that rug was not like water, whatever. Oh, I bet this one isn't either. No, these you spot clean. You're supposed to spot clean them, but you're also supposed to vacuum them very regularly. You're also supposed to vacuum them very regularly. Yeah. You're also if you're in a situation where you're concerned that your carpet your rugs are getting dirty. Yeah. There's a part I'm, of rug I'm ownership that involves putting. vacuuming the rug very regularly. We also got a rug in the living room 
from Ruggable, which is a washable rug. Like it's a Velcro pad and then you take it off the Velcro and you just put it in the washing machine. But you know what the catch is? You have to take it off of the Velcro and put it in the washing machine if you want it to be clean. Yeah. It doesn't do that on its own. You can vacuum it. I vacuumed yeah, it the yes, other you, day. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. But it, it can be laundered, which is pretty cool. Right. It's also like a hairy rug. Yeah. And so only so much vacuuming is going to get stuff that's like worked its way down to the skin of the rug. Mm-hmm. That's true. But we got it because it was machine washable. Mm-hmm. Shag. Yep. Not a hairy rug, a shag rug. Yeah. If you're on Instagram, you've probably seen ads for Ruggable. If you haven't yet, you will now I because we for, just said it. I fall for all of the ads on Instagram. Me too. Ordered so many leggings. Yeah. Instagram knows what I like and it's leggings. Yeah. Yeah. But you got to wash the rug. But yeah. these rugs, you vacuum them regularly. <laughs> And then if you have a spot or a discoloration that you want to get out, like maybe Muddy Pawkins came in here and put his muddy paws all over the place, that's banded, you spot clean it with a wet rag and then you got to dry it right away because it's not water, whatever. The subtext of this conversation that that y'all may not be privy to is that uh, our cordless vacuum uh, died. It stopped vacuuming, which is all a vacuum is supposed to do. And we replaced it with a corded vacuum because it was accidentally accidentally. I made a mistake. Yes. But the point is for me mentally, for some reason, plugging in the vacuum is like a huge mental hurdle when I'm vacuuming. It's not a big deal. Like once I get started, but for, for some reason I'm like, Oh, and I have to uncoil that plug and plug it in and move the plug when I run out of cord. And for some reason, that is just like, I can't, I don't know. It's, it's so dumb. There's no reason for it. Yeah. I just, yeah. Yeah. When we had the cordless vacuum, I would vacuum like all the time. Every day. Mm-hmm. Easy peasy. This it's one, an easy thing to get used to. I'm spoiled is my point. I also help. You, yes, you do. I just didn't want it to be like, it's an easy thing to get used to when you clean often. Oh, no, it's an easy thing to get used to when you have a cordless vacuum. Right. <laughs> Spoiling you. You just pick it up and yeah, and clean whatever. And then Dave got us a dust buster, and I think that was a mistake. Because yeah, it was a mistake. It's very enabling. I keep just grabbing the dust buster and getting the corners because I don't – anyone who has large dogs or cats that shed a lot probably know that um, those fur tumbleweeds collect in the corners. And so I'll just get the corners and be like – that's fine. But, but then it's I'll, not. It's I'll not fine. Come out of my office and you'll be crouched over going <laughs> through the whole house with the dust buster. And it's hard Covering the same ground that you would get with a vacuum cleaner. You just vacuum the house with the dust buster because the dust buster is cordless. Mm-hmm. Hunched over double. Right. Or like doing a weird crouch frog walk yeah. around the house. It's. I and for seen some the frog reason. Walk. Oh, sometimes I do that if my back starts to. Anyway, the point is for some reason. All of that, I'm like, no problem. But plugging a vacuum into the wall, yeah, too much. I like how the past five minutes have just been products that we've bought. <laughs> because that's our life is just sitting around buying stuff. Well, like that's how this freaking whole, privileged. This whole podcast is just stuff we I bought. I know, but like these are big ticket items, sort of. 
Yeah. Like we're just like, and then we got this rug that you put in the washing machine, but you got to put it in. And then we got this dust buster. And then we got a quarter vacuum. We got this quarter vacuum. (laughs) We have two big dogs. They shed a lot. Dealing with that involves a lot of trial and error, especially if you want cozy rugs. Yeah. I don't know if I'd call these rugs cozy. I love it. It They're cozier than hardwoods. Yeah. Cozy on my feet. When I walk into my office... From the tile right. to the rug, I feel a coziness wash over me when I step onto the carpet. But if this was your, if okay, you said carpet, if this was your carpet, though, you'd be disappointed. It's not thick enough to be like good carpet. No, it's thin. Yeah. But it's, I got it for its sound dampening quality, mm. but I also, it's so pretty maybe and should, it feels cozy on my feet. Maybe we should just get carpets. No. Why would Like we- replace our tile with carpet. And then clean the carpet. In the living room? I don't know. It's worth considering. Toeheads with carpets. Would you do it again? What kind of carpet you, do you have? So for, answer the first question about whether you're filthy or not. And then the second <laughs> question about... Just be honest. Nobody's judging you for being filthy. But let me know if you're a, a filthy person or a clean person. And then... Say whether we should get carpet. Yeah. Because here's another thing, more subtext that you may not be. I'm not really throwing any subtext, so it's Well, the reason that we are that we play with the idea of replacing the tile in our house every once in a while is because we have we call them magic floors. Um, but what we have is an old nineteen twenties house and it moves and it caused when we put in the tile, it looked so beautiful. And then within like a month, would you say? Well, you're leaving a part out. What? It's tile and grout goes between tile. And when we were buying grout, we wanted. Oh, I wanted dark grout. And yeah. the guy at the Lowe's was like, no, you've got to get the light grout. It's going to look dirty all the time. Here's a tip. Light grout looks dirty all the time too, because then it gets dirty, it gets dark dirty. spots. Yeah. I would argue it looks worse because yeah. it's not um, uniform dirtiness. Yeah. That's like such a objective fact that I wouldn't even call it something that you would argue. But also, that wasn't out. even what I was going to say. Right. It's not even the grout. It's that these tiles have been cracking. There's cracked uh, yeah. tile all over our house. Yeah, they're all cracked. The cracks bother me more than the dirty grout. Hey, tiling toe heads. If you run a tiling company and you want to retile our house in smaller tiles that don't crack, we'll give you a free ad. On talking tofu. I'll give you two. What do you think? I'd do two ads for full retiling of our floors. Sure. I'd do three ads. There you go. <laughs> Bargain. Three ads in three different episodes, too. We got a review. Amanda M. Louie, I think I got that last name right. I'm sorry if I didn't, says fun and food. Dave and Becky are funny, sarcastic, and their food reviews always influence my shopping list. Perfect Friday morning content. Ooh, Friday morning. Thank you, Amanda, and thank you for listening just right away. Well, or they set time aside Friday morning and they're still on like episode episode four. Mm-hmm. Episode four is the good one. Well, or um, my point, not that uh, they're on that specific episode, but... <laughs> That they're they all- just got around to it and they only have time to listen to it on Friday morning. So you think Amanda, doesn't mean- Amanda has gone back no, no, to, the, I don't to mean one that Amanda and is has- catching up? No. 
I mean, Amanda always started at one. She just started eight months after we started doing it and only has time to listen on Friday mornings. Mm -hmm. You're just interpolate that Friday morning means that she's listening to the latest one as they come out. I have faith in Amanda. I'm sorry that you don't. I think she's a great listener either way. Listen to any episode. You don't have to be bleeding edge current. You have equal value. It's true. We love all our listeners. You were saying the exact opposite 15 seconds ago. Mm -hmm. I have more faith in her than that implies that there is more value to being a current listener than a past listener. I'm saying, hey, you're all welcome at this table. You're (laughs) all welcome at the the talking toe table. Toe bowl? Nope. No. Talking toe. Talking toe table. Toe table. Yep. I think you nailed it right out of the gate. I was just trying to workshop it a little. I don't, it wasn't great. I just like the toes sticking around. Yeah. It is becoming more of a toe forward podcast. (laughs) Podcast. Yeah. 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 Appetizing. Do you have a news item? What? Mm -hmm. Hey. Hey. Amanda, thanks. Yes. Nice letter, Amanda. (laughs) Amanda, thank you so much for writing us a review. Good review. Hey, how many stars was it? Five stars. Nice. We did it. (laughs) I didn't want to assume. I think we have all five-star reviews right now. Don't is, oh. jinx it. Thank you all so Don't much for doing bait, that, though. baited line out there to be like, hey. nothing will ever change that. And if you write us a review, we will read it on the pod. I just want to, because we're starting to get a lot of reviews. We got one this week. <laughs> we got one <laughs> last week. I just want to manage expectations. We might not read it the week that you leave the review. Because we're starting to get a lot of reviews. If you leave a review, we will donate $1 to a vegan charity. That's right. How many do we have so far? Let's see. That was a big one. That was Jenna. Surely everyone heard that one. That was a big one. We have 17 reviews. So we'll donate $17 to an animal charity. And we'll put in the notes which charity it is. We'll probably change the charity out by month. We will round up to the next 10 so that so like if we get one review, we're not going to give $1 to a charity. We'll give $10 to the charity that month. Right, right, right. But we'll collect them all in that month. We'll make the donation. Mm-hmm. And then we'll say in the show notes what the charity was. We'll probably already say on here too once we get this going. Just coming up with this off the top of my head, so... I'm into it. Okay. Yeah. I love it. Okay. I can't wait to pick a charity together. Yeah. I have some ideas. Are they toe related? Because I have a broken one. You do. I do need a toe man. You do. Just like a temporary position. Just pat my toe gently throughout the day. I think that that Just would be like there, there. No, it gently. You think that would what? I'm sorry. I, think I assumed. Over, I think over time it would start out. Nice. But over time, I think it would start to become irritating. I would put that to the test. Okay. Thank you. All right. Um, welcome to Talking Toe News. This is a segment in the middle of the Talking Tofu podcast where me, David Streepy, reads a headline from the world, the vegan world of news. And this one is not from... Plant-based news. It's not from Veg News. What? Yeah. This one is from Cision, PR Newswire. Is that right? Yes. Okay. 
Uh, and this one is news is provided by Bell Brands USA. So you can maybe see where I'm headed with this is that Bell Brands USA introduces its first exclusively plant-based cheese brand, Nourish. N-U-R-I-S-H-H. So it's like nourish, like it's it's going to give you nourishment, but it's also like uh, be quiet, like nourish. Oh, yeah. nourish. Because it's a... Um, because they do the baby bell cheese, you know, those little <gasps> round ones. Yes, that's right. Vegan baby bell is here. Because you're telling the baby. Shh. When I was in elementary school, one of my favorite lunchbox items was a baby bell cheese because I loved cheese and I loved baby bell. And I loved that. After you opened up the wax thing by pulling the tab, which is very satisfying, you could play with the wax. It was mm. something to do with your hands. Anyway, the point is, tell me everything. Well, I'm sorry to disappoint you, oh. but uh, Bell Brands USA is uh, adding plant-based cheeses to its product portfolio, but those will be slices and shreds. So I don't think they're going to do the little little wheel yet. But I'm sure you can't be Bell Brands USA and look at this like glaring success, cultural success of that little waxy wheel. Yeah. And on the other hand, be like, we're going to do a a plant-based cheese and not connect that to the cultural phenomenon that is your little waxy wheel. I would argue that that would make them stand out because shreds and slices, we have lots. What the we don't have it was like like a protest chant. <laughs> <laughs> Shreds and slices, we have lots. What's or no, next? it was like a uh, like yeah, a like cheer. a protest cheer, but like a football cheer. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. My point is, <laughs> <laughs> Shreds and slices. How about you? <laughs> give me a B. No, B. Give me an. Forget it. I didn't know you wanted me to actually give you the B. I didn't. I was trying to come up with a new cheer, but listen, the I'll, point is, I think if the they. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! Kicking the table. You hit my knee. Oh, boy. Look. What I, my point is, if they want to stand out in the world of vegan cheese, making the baby bell wheel, which I am sure I'm not the only vegan that has fond memories of those. Those little baby cheeses, they came in the mesh bag. Gosh. Treads and slices, we have lots. <laughs> Waxy wheels would be so hot. Yes! <laughs> you got it. I don't think, uh, no, I don't have it. I don't think that's it. Saying that something would be hot really implies like, that you're going to be turned on by it. Like say like you can say that some phenomenon that's in the world is hot and you get, and that's like, yeah, it's, it's trending. It's fashionable. Mm-hmm. But saying like that would be hot in the future is like, that's going to be a turn on. What, you know? are we gonna, what else will we rhyme with? Lot, not bot. Rot. Waxy wheels will never rot because it's plant-based. I think we can get some genosaurs. Toeheads, if you heard that, let me know. Because I've gotten some requests for Jenna snores and they're epic right now. I'm going to try to wake her up a little bit. Jingles. Jingles. Jenna. 
Hey, hey. Oh, I know. Having a drink. That's a good girl. Okay, now now we can go on. Oh, Dave's got a cheer. It's it's coming. I would love a song. I haven't gotten a new Dave Streepy song in many many weeks. Not pot trot trot. Waxy wheels will make me trot. No, that doesn't sound right. That sounds like if they were Waxy dairy. Waxy wheels are what I'd have bought. We're getting closer. Waxy wheels are. Waxy wheels are, I would have in bought. The, are in my pot. Put waxy wheels into my pot. Put waxy wheels into my cot. Because you're at camp. Mm-hmm. And you're, you got sent a care package from your vegan mom. Mm-hmm. And, and it was a waxy wheel. Waxy wheels. Waxy wheels are not. Anyway, Bell Brands, if you need some help with PR, Dave and I are available. But not jingles. <laughs> Let's see. Is there anything else in here? Um, guided by Bell's French cheese making expertise, nourish strikes the balance of genuine cheesy taste, meltability, and comfort with plant-based goodness. Certified plant-based and lactose-free, nourish serves up a good source of calcium and B12. It contains no artificial colors and flavors. So they're going to do cheddar, mozzarella, provolone slices. Cheddar mozzarella and then a cheddar mozz style blend of the shreds. And yeah, Bell Brands delivers fun snacks to over 400 million consumers globally. It's a real human statement to make. And so that is uh, Talking Tone News. D, 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 D. Wait, before we DDD out of here, oh. can I just say I was a little I'm I'm hearing some suspicious language in this press release. Oh, okay. Because they use the words lactose-free mm-hmm. and plant-based. Mm-hmm. They never say vegan, which could be just because vegan is like a loaded word and some PR pros just don't use it. Mm-hmm. But it could be because there are animal ingredients that aren't lactose. Let's see. You're right. Yeah. I was trying to look it up mm-hmm. uh, while, uh, while you were while you were reading the varieties. Right. Uh, but all I found was the press release. And then I went to the webpage. The webpage does not have content on it yet. Huh. Then oh, yeah. It says vegan on the package. Oh, it does? Pew, pew. Okay. I just wanted to make sure. Because Take that. Take that, skeptic. I've been burned by plant-based stuff before, like that pot pie that had vegan chicken, but then full of dairy. Right. So I just, I'm always, when I hear plant-based and the, some of the language on there it just could go either way. I wanted to make sure because I didn't want to say it was vegan and then have someone be like, hey, not vegan. Well. Yeah, no, I already did that. French toast. So on Wednesdays, the Atlanta Public School District has a thing called Asynchronous Wednesdays, which is pretty much no school. There's basically no school here on Wednesdays, virtual or in person. Because it's kind of a slow morning, the kid has gotten to his head that we're going to have special breakfasts every Wednesday, which is very sweet. <laughs> I don't know how. He just, just kind of decided it, and we were like, okay, this is a thing we do now. So we've been doing special breakfasts on Wednesdays, and a few weeks ago, he asked for French toast. And um, I like French toast. So I used to make French toast a lot as a kid. 
that was like one of the early foods that I learned how to make. So I'm, I'm kind of a French toast eyeballer. I don't measure anything when I make it. It just all kind of... <laughs> you know that familiar phrase, <laughs> a French toast eyeballer? Well, that's well, Becky. I'm kind of an eyeballer when I cook in general. It's Developing a recipe always starts with trying to figure out how much of everything I put in a thing. I'm an eyeballer. I'm an eyeballer. Watching eyes go ball. Mall, mall, mall. Uh, so when he asked for French toast, we had some just egg in the house. And so I asked Dave permission to use. We had some just egg in, just laying around. Just laying around. It's some under the actively purchased and replaced just egg that is always in our refrigerator and uh, within expiration limits. Yes. So- Almost like there's an effort to make sure that that is the case. By somebody who is staying on top of this as part of their regular weekly routine. I did ask. So so what I did was to make French toast. I think I just made it for the two of you because I don't... You don't eat breakfast. I can't eat that something like French toast that early. Me either, apparently. Oh, really? Yeah. Are you suffering? Yeah, I was. All these weeks. It's still tasty. This is twice, Becky. Has it been twice? I thought it was thrice. <laughs> it's been two times. Oh, well. All these weeks. All these weeks. <laughs> You've just been suffering silently. <laughs> twice. So I poured half the bottle of Just Egg into a bowl. And then I added. Half the bottle. Yeah. And then I added a little bit of agave nectar. Maybe like a tablespoon. Mm-hmm. Don't quote me on that. A little drizzle. And then I added a pinch of cinnamon and a little dash of nutmeg and a little drizzle of vanilla extract. Mm-hmm. Whipped it all up. And coated Dave's white mountain bread and fried it up. First time it was not the white mountain bread. It wasn't? What no. was it? It was other bread. It was a sourdough loaf <gasps> that our friend Cody made for us. Oh, yeah. It was Cody's sourdough. Yeah. Gosh, that made beautiful French That was French some gourmet toast. shit. Yeah. I put big, thick slices of sourdough. Yeah. Two C's. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just fried it up on both sides till it was browned on both sides. I just used um, sunflower oil because that's the like light oil that we had. Uh, what a dream. We've covered it in maple syrup, sprinkled on some powdered sugar. I just did powdered sugar. The kid had both. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, why would I, do you want maple syrup, powdered sugar, or both? What was a child going to say? Yeah. <laughs> it was really good, but... It's like eating cake for breakfast. I think that's true about French toast, though. Yeah. That is what French toast more is. More so than pancakes, though. You think so? I yeah. think in line. No, pancakes are like, that's that's debatable, whether it's too sweet for like a breakfast treat. And then there's like, well, you're just making it sweeter by putting blah, 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 blah on it, you know, to turn it into a candy. But I think you can make an argument that there is a... A uh, middle of the road pancake that could complement a breakfast and not be too much of like a sweet treat, you know, to be like, oh gosh, that's stomachache city every time. French toast is stomachache city every time. Mm-hmm. It is a very sweet confection that is sliding under the radar as breakfast, the same way that like a Fruit Loop is or a Sugar Smack is, you know? I'll say I don't get stomach aches from breakfasts like that so much. Maybe a little bit, but nothing nothing like day ruining. But what happens to me is that I crash from all that sugar and feel like absolute hot garbage maybe 90 minutes later. 
Same thing when we make like cinnamon rolls or even crescent rolls. Like I can't just have white mm. white flour in the morning. Yeah. Better to have nothing than that because I'll just feel horrible. I feel like we, we fixed that hack with the crescent rolls by putting the Beyond sausage in them. Yes. That yeah. was good. A little protein to balance it out. My body was that. like, thank you. It was we, the last time we did that. We haven't done that in a minute. Let's do that again soon. Do, 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 do. Oh, what? Wait, no. <laughs> Dave. Hey. You want to eat something new? No. No. Uh-oh. You skipped. You skipped. What I, I cannot believe. What did I skip? We didn't get any new takeout places this week. This week? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the segment Talk and Takeout that I did not forget. Hey, how, how dare you? How dare you, damn it? I, I mean, your rage is justified, Tanky. Or is that lefty? <laughs> You're just casually. What? Just Tanky. Tanky. Showed up and you're just like, what do you think, Takey? Yeah. Casually. Get him in here. Takey, you're back. No, no, forget it. Forget it. Forget it. This would have been a big moment. (laughs) Really blew it. Would have been a huge moment. Just out of nowhere. (laughs) Like that it took the omission of this takeout dish to resurrect Takey and bring him back. Like that the power, the raw electric force of that oversight. Would have be enough to like revive somebody from the dead. Yeah. But I guess not. We got slutty vegan takeout. Yeah, we did. Atlanta friends. Get the slutty vegan app. You can get delivery. Yeah. They deliver Tip now. well. Tip so well. And uh you know, the location opened up recently in Edgewood. On Edgewood Avenue. Yes, which is just like a couple miles from here. Right. So we're super lazy. So yes, we're super. Well, the thing about Slutty Vegan though is the lines are yeah. still really long. The first time that I got Slutty Vegan, this was years ago when they yeah. were pretty new still, but I waited two hours in line for my burger. Um, yeah. And that was pretty standard at that time. I don't know if it's still like a two hour wait in line, but. I think the line moves more quickly, but I think there is still a line and that's because they're being so good about limiting the number of people who can be in the store itself. I also wonder if the lines are shorter because they have more locations now. Maybe, Before, but I've seen the line and it's like wild long on yeah. the on the Instagram. So the delivery, you don't have to wait in the line. Mm-hmm. What did you think? Did you think it held up well to delivery? I did. I thought it was great. Yeah. I thought so too. And the thing about Slutty Vegan is they don't have a dining room. So you'd have to bring it home anyway. So it's traveling whether you get it delivered or whether you go get it yourself. Do they not have a dining room? The Edgewood location? You haven't been there. I haven't. That's true. I think but they I have think- tables there. Oh, do they? Yeah. Oh, one thing I got was their fried pickles. And their fried pickles come with like this berry mayo dipping sauce. Y'all, what a dream. Absolutely get the fried pickles. I don't usually love things that are super breaded like that, but pickles have such a strong flavor that the breading doesn't take away. It actually kind of has a mellowing effect. And then you dip it in that kind of medium sweet berry mayo. Gosh, I ate the entire... (laughs) <laughs> I ate almost the entire portion of fried pickles that day myself. I gave a few to Dave to try. Oh my gosh. Oh, I didn't write down my order, but I can say what I had because I remember. I ha- I don't remember the name of it, but it was their plantain sandwich. I didn't get a burger because we had just made Impossible Burgers the night before. And I thought, I don't think I need a burger today. I'm going to branch out. And I got 
their plantain sandwich. So they're jerk fried plantains and it had cheese, lettuce, tomato, onion, and their slut sauce uh, on a Hawaiian bun. And it was great. It was so good. Those plantains are spicy. It is so nice with the cool, creamy slut sauce and with the soft Hawaiian bun, all of that kind of takes a little bit of the heat out and makes it like just a really great experience. So they have a dining room, but it's takeout only for now. Okay. But you can still, like they're limiting the number of people in the in the restaurant. They also have a store section so you can shop for like the merchandise and stuff there too. But it's a big space right on Edgewood. That's very cool. Yeah. So what I got was the Sloppy Toppy, as I believe what I got, which is the plant-based patty loaded with jalapenos, vegan cheese, caramelized onions, lettuce, tomato, and slut sauce on a Hawaiian bun, vegan Hawaiian bun. And it was no joke, spicy AF. It was a very, I was, I like the spices now. I like a little bit of um, hotness on uh, my food and in my sauces and stuff. And this one had like sliced jalapenos. I assumed they would be pickled, like if you were ordering them on a burrito or something like that, but they were H-O-T hot. It was very, very hot. I loved it, but uh, be warned that you're not getting like a little kick with it. You're getting like a full like foot to the face, yeah. like, like in a hurting you way. I would say that about the plantain sandwich as well. Hey, while you have it up. What's but it's a-, a good hurt is what I'm saying. Yeah, like, yeah. It didn't hurt me in a bad way. Oh, no. Like I wanted to be kicked in the face and I got kicked in the face mm-hmm. by the spice. Yeah. Same the with jalapeno. the plantain sandwich. Very spicy, very welcome spice. But if you are not into spiciness, I would say do not get that. Yeah. The kid got a burger that came with plantains on it and he had to pull his plantains out because he likes spicy, but not not to that degree. Yeah. He liked it without the plantains, though. Yeah. I mean, what's not to like? It's that creamy sauce and a burger with yep. lettuce, tomato, onion. What did you? Oh, and the coleslaw. I got the coleslaw as well. And uh, I was surprised. I shouldn't have been surprised. The coleslaw was like a dollar as a side. Uh, it came in like kind of a small ramekin sized serving. So it was like a an addition, but I wouldn't really call it a side, like a formal side. There just wasn't enough of it there. It was like okay. two, maybe three bites. Yeah, but it was like it, the size ramekin that you get like ketchup. Yeah, but it was so good. It yeah. was so freaking good. And it had a little bit of a kick to it too. And that's like the kind of kick where it's like, it's not a foot in the face. It's like a, somebody came up to you and just like flicked your nose with, their, with their fingers. It was like, you, ooh. But you were like, ooh, but you wanted it. Like, you you like to get hit. Yeah. You know? I didn't try the coleslaw because it was a very small portion. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't share any of it. Um, but it was great. It was so good. I was glad I got it and I would get it again. What did you want me to look at? The name of that plantain sandwich because it's got a name. Well, yeah. They all have names. Yeah. I was going to look it well, up, but they, you're on the menu. They all got names. Uh,. I don't think it's yeah, no, there's the fussy hussy, the sloppy toppy, the chicken head, the super slut. Oh man, I gotta get the super slut next time. The one that I like the most is the menage a trois, and it was not on their delivery menu, but that one has vegan shrimp on it, and it yeah. is so good. And I gotta say, um probably I don't know. It's it's a real treat to hear our child. Talk about this food. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about his one night stand. 
No, he didn't get the one night stand. He wanted to get the one night stand because I had the bacon on it. He got the dance hall queen, which oh, okay. had the the jerk plantains in yeah. it. Oh, I got the PLT, jerk yeah. plantains with lettuce, tomato, and our slut sauce on a vegan Hawaiian bun. So good, y'all. If you want to try, if you're not feeling a burger patty, but you do want some slutty vegan, this is the sandwich. It was so good. They also got a chopped Philly that I'm excited to try out at some point, and the chicken head chicken sandwich, which I am psyched to try out at some point as well. And I'm hopeful for uh, the day when I can get in there, you know? Yes. And even just do takeout and feel good about doing the takeout and standing in the line, uh, which hopefully after that second shot, yeah, stuff like that will be on the table for me, the germaphobe. I will say that two hours in line experience, it was a long wait, but it was also kind of a party. Like everyone was so excited. Slutty Vegan was very new. Mm -hmm. The people behind me in line had friends visiting them. And Mm -hmm. Slutty Vegan was like on their list of things in Atlanta they wanted to Hmm. do. Like everyone was just jazzed and talking about burgers and it was really sweet. (laughs) It was like a fun experience. Um, Did you talk about the mayo sauce with the the fried pickles? Yeah. Okay. Very mayo. I was too busy on my phone looking up uh, menu items. Yeah, that's okay. That's neat though. It is. It was good. Hey, it's neat. And pretty. It's It's neat that they do that. Pretty purple color. Yeah. Pretty perps. Pretty perps. I can't believe we almost didn't talk about that. What? Yeah, I can't believe you, you skipped it. I'm going to order it again soon. Hey. Hi. You ready to eat something new? Yeah. Anything else we missed? I, is there? I don't know. What do we got? This week, we are reviewing another item from the huge birthday order that Dave got me from GTFO. It's vegan. This time we're trying the All Vegetarian Shrimp. Is that the name of the company? The company is called All Vegetarian. Wow. Mm-hmm. Good claim by that company. All Vegetarian. Yeah. So I will say the first thing I do want to say about this shrimp before we get into like the taste and texture and everything, no cooking directions on the package, which- um, Some of the stuff, like that wasn't the only thing that came in this order that- was just bereft of instruction. Yeah, we need directions. Yeah. I, but how how should I cook this? GTFO. I guess it's not their it's fault. It's not their yeah. fault. All vegetarian. Tell me how to cook it. Yeah. So I had to kind of guess. And I feel like I guessed correctly. You uh, did. But I, it was a real crapshoot. I was very Ooh. nervous cooking this oh. because I because of the crapshoot. And I thought, crap. is Dave going to be able to it's taste that? Crap. Because <laughs> it's in there. Oh. Okay. So uh, the... Anyway, because yeah, there's like a shrimp thing. Oh yeah, there's little the, turds that are on the shrimp. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It is a crapshoot. It is a crapshoot. Right. Animal shrimp is. Yeah. Yeah. Right. No, no. not vegan shrimp. <laughs> yeah, th- this stuff would be <laughs> would have fidelity down to the little vegan crap. It was that's so on the- <laughs> <laughs> so authentic. Yeah. Uh, so I would say that if you get this shrimp, you you have a couple of options. Maybe a few options, but the two that I'm going to, you could steam it, but I don't know for how long Hmm. you would need to just keep checking it until it's cooked through. You could just let it thaw naturally. I think it's cooked in the It's got to be. Yeah. Uh, Or you could do what I did, which was I, I microwaved it in 30 Uh second bursts until it felt cooked through. I was worried about overcooking it because I thought it could get rubbery or you don't know what's going to happen. Well, I got to say- Hearing that you microwaved it surprises me because you would think that would make it mushy. 
And this stuff had snap to it. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I put it in the colander. I'm sorry. It's It came out in a brick, just like those wings. I put it in the colander and ran warm water over it first to separate them out, uh-huh. and then microwaved for th- in 30-second bursts until it was cooked through. And it depends on your microwave. They're all so different. So these, appearance-wise, look like tailless shrimp, right? Mm-hmm. Like I would say so. I would say some care went into the appearance of them, though, yeah. is I guess where I'm headed. Just like the vegan Z-Star salmon stuff. And the tuna stuff, like care goes into the appearance to give it a familiar look. Yeah, they know you, you eat know? with your eyes first. Um, and so I think the size wise, size wise, probably like size my thumb. Yeah. So not like jumbo, not like popcorn either, but like pretty good. Like a medium size yeah. shrimp. You put them in a pesto uh, sh- pasta. Mm-hmm. It's penne. So, was it a penne? I mean, oh, yeah, it was. Take it, take it or leave it, guys. It's penne. So, I had maybe six in my bowl, mm-hmm. and that was good. That was right. That yeah. felt right. Felt like a good amount. Felt like a good level of protein. Felt like if I was at the Olive Garden ordering this, yeah, maybe I'd have gotten 10. Maybe I would have had some takeaway. Yeah. You know? I will say there is uh, not much protein in these. No? No. I'm going to look up the nutritional information, but I think it's like a half a gram per serving, something like that. I guess I was using protein more informally than that, like as that thing that you add to your pasta dish or that thing, you know, the thing that you base the meal around. Yes. Yeah. I just, you know, people worry about protein, even though you don't have to worry about protein too much, but. I haven't had protein in like five years. Yeah. I'm surprised you're alive. Oh, here's instructions. Oh my God. I just did a reveal that I was a ghost. Sorry. (laughs) No, no, you can't. (laughs) Sorry, sorry. Let's, yeah, let's. Let's back up. I'll yell this time. Preparation instructions. I I am, take you back alive. (laughs) Dave's a ghost. Doesn't register. Dave's dead. A ghost doesn't register. What you found cooking instructions on the website. Yes, they're on the website. If you scroll through the images, one of the images has cooking instructions. Place shrimp in boiling water for 20 to 30 seconds to prevent rubbery texture. Pan fry chopped garlic and oil in a nonstick pan. Add shrimp. Stir in a half teaspoon of seasoning of choice. Open-ended. Cook for a few minutes, tossing and stirring frequently until shrimp is crispy on the outside but still tender. Ooh. Remove from pan and enjoy. Okay. Here's what I was looking for, though, which is the nutritional information. Can I zoom in? No. Okay. It's very small. But I think it's saying there's 0.75 grams of protein in a serving. 0.75 grams of protein. So this isn't going to take any boxes for you. It also though says than- there are like, I can't tell if that says five or six servings in a container, huh. which, <laughs> no. There's maybe, like three servings. Maybe they're it. thinking of like cocktail. Or like maybe if it's you're like, at a shrimp cocktail at like a fancy party or something. Yeah. Or maybe these are bigger cocktail. Bags. Anyway, there's not... So it's not taking any boxes other than flavor. Yeah. Which is an important box. And texture. Mm -hmm. I thought I give it high marks for texture. I give it high, 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 high marks for flavor. It tasted amazing. Yeah. It tasted so good. I give it... (laughs) Sorry. The phone fell on the dog. The dog who was left out in the rain for 20 minutes this morning. Oh, the by child. a negligent child. Uh, 
who felt terrible about it once two and two were added together in front of him. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh, he's shaking off. Just had a phone dropped on him. He's having a bad day. Yeah. Oh, here's a bigger one. Come back. So there, it says five servings per container, uh, 0.75 grams. So to, to attempt to summarize again, yeah, not ticking a lot of boxes on the protein front. But they do But have, All right. Never mind. Go ahead. Just let me know when you're done reading your phone. No, no, no. You're done. <laughs> I'm done. Whoa, a lot of sodium though. Like half your daily sodium. I'm done now. <laughs> okay. Tell me about the boxes. Okay. I'm going to my I liked notes. It. It was good. No, tell me. I said it box. already. So good appearance, I re- good taste. I agree. I thought the the look of them was really good. I thought the flavor was really good. So it had like the mild fishiness that you'd expect from shrimp. And it was a little bit sweet, but not overly sweet. And my memory of shrimp is that it had like a little sweet undertone. It wasn't sugary in any way. It was just like, I, I think that a lot of seafood has like a little bit of an underlying sweetness. I didn't think that it tasted exactly like shrimp, but I thought it scratches that itch very well. It gets very close. Yeah, I might be too distant from having actual shrimp, but I thought it was like bullseye. Really? Yep. I thought it was great. I, I, yeah, I thought it was great. I thought it was bullseye. Yeah. So somewhere between great and bullseye. So I want to try this pan fried situation that they mentioned. Yeah. And I liked it in the pesto pasta too. I was worried that the pesto would overpower it, but I thought it was great. So how else would you want to see this shrimp prepared? Cocktail, I just said. Ooh, Put yeah. Put it around a cup oh and, a little tar- and a little of the red sauce. What is that? That's not tartar sauce. Cocktail sauce. Is it cocktail sauce? What is cocktail sauce? Ketchup and... Horseradish. No. Yeah. Why don't we have horseradish in our house? Uh, I look for horseradish all the time. It is really hard to find here. Huh. You can get it in the international section. The international section has- She's a, doing air quotes. I am doing listener. air quotes because it's in our grocery store. The international section has, I don't know, it's got every, uh, food that's not like standard American diet food. It's one aisle at the Kroger. That's the international section. It has all kinds of stuff, including there's a little- uh shelving section of jewish foods that's Mm. where you'll get like your matzah and stuff and you can get prepared horseradish there i always like the overlap between that one aisle and stuff that's also in like black beans are in the international aisle but they're also in the bean aisle because it's pretty staple here you know yeah but it's like if you have one aisle you're gonna like cannibalize that space with stuff that's available elsewhere in the store and i agree yeah okay I just ran out of things to say. Yeah. Anyway, I think that they ha- the fact that they have an international section is kind of like, I don't know. It okay. always kind of bothered me. As I mean, a, I'd rather have it than not have it. I want those foods, but I just feel like, I don't know, labeling wise, it always gives me kind of a head tilt. But anyway, it's expensive in that section because I think you can get prepared horseradish that's not imported. Right. But this is imported and so it's expensive. Like that's where you get the soy sauce and that's always weird too. Yeah, that's like soy the old... sauce is pretty stably. Yeah. Maybe just for me. Yeah. We use soy sauce in everything. But also like where would the soy sauce go? It could go in Condiments. the sauces. Yeah. Condiments. Let's do this for every international item. Where would yeah, the let's... matzo balls go? Well, I don't they don't sell matzo balls, but they I guess they'd sell a matzo. Where would the good filter fish go? 
gefilte fish, I guess, yeah. with other canned meats. Hmm. Matzo balls, they, I've never seen prepared matzo balls, but you could get um, matzo flour like th- that you use to make matzo balls. That would be with other baking stuff. Where would the mole go? Sauces, like where tomato There's sauce There's no room is. in the sauces. Well, make room. <laughs> They've got and It's wall to wall. Yeah, I guess so. But then they could move the pasta. You're arguing for another, no, another row? They have like a whole aisle of red sauces and pastas. Yeah. The pasta could go in a different area and the mole and other sauces like that could go in the same aisle where tomato sauce is. Okay. Why does tomato sauce get its whole... I mean, I guess because there's so because much there's of it. Because there's so much of it. Where would you put the pasta? In its own aisle. Pasta. There's only so many aisles. So you want to create an additional aisle or do you want to displace stuff from another aisle? We're rearranging the whole grocery store right now. So what aisle would you move it to more appropriately and then what would you displace from that aisle? I think pasta and rice and quinoa and all that could go into a whole grains aisle. Okay. It could be the international aisle because we're busting that up. I thought we were getting rid of the international. Right. Okay. Goodbye international aisle. Okay. Now you're the whole grains aisle. Okay. Or the grains aisle. I guess pasta is not always a whole grain. But so you were also saying though there's a lot of overlap like beans and stuff like that. And like salsa too is in more than one location. That stuff you don't have to find a new place for. It has a place. What would the um, little crispy noodles? Oh, like the lo mein noodles? Yeah. Maybe with crackers? Hmm. Do another one. Last one. What about the... I'm not worldly enough to know any other... <laughs> <laughs> any other international food? No, I'm on the spot, so I'm drawing a blank. What about a... See, I'm answering my own questions on a lot of these. Like they always, they have the tortillas there, and it's like, well, duh, you'd move those to the bread. But there's already tortillas on the bread, so that's an overlap. Mm-hmm. What's in a jar? I don't know, like grape leaves. There you go, good one. Grape leaves, great leaves. one. We go with canned vegetables. Canned vegetables? It's a jar, though. Yeah, but there's other jar stuff in the canned vegetables. Like you. Can well, that's on. Like- a- like sundry. That's a different make- item. Like a different. Well, canning's gripe. a canning's a process, though. Like if they you should call do- it jarred, if it's in a jar. If you're doing home canning, it's in a jar. You, you are doing home jarring. Oh well. Are you not? I, I think the process is just called canning. I think the process called canning is prob. Look it up. But is probably we- putting something in a can, not preserving something. What you're doing is preserving, right? You could call it the preserved, like preserved fruits and vegetables. That's great. If we're in there, if we're waist deep in this grocery store redesign, why would that be off the table? It does say preserved food in a can, huh. but I think. The, huh. But then I have a whole book on home canning, and the whole, it has whole sections about like how to seal your mason jar properly. It's possible to write a wrong book. I don't think that this person did. Like it's a book, so it's infallible. Well, no, but this particular Sounds home a canner like... is a is a pro. <laughs> who? Who? Name this person. I will not. Name this person. So you who... could drag her? <laughs> no. <laughs> Absolutely. Come out from the shadows. It's <laughs> <laughs> gone on long enough. It has. Thank you all for listening. Whoa. Oh, do you, oh we haven't done ratings. Right? What? We got to rate. You like to rate. What are we rating? The shrimp. Dave? 
<laughs> oh, I also will say that before I put all the shrimp into the pesto pasta dish, I took one shrimp and brought it in to Dave to taste. He was still working. So I brought it into him at his desk. And placed it into my mouth mm-hmm. as I was typing on my and keyboard. And then I moved his jaw for him so that he wouldn't have to put any effort said, into chewing. He said, chew, chew, chew. <laughs> and I did. And I swallowed. Is there another way to share food with someone? No. No. Anyway, we tasted this with and without the sauce. It's just a quick point I wanted to make. Oh, yeah. Because I wanted to know what it tasted like without the sauce. Okay, so uh, I had six shrimp in my bowl. So we're going to rate this on one to six international sections. Okie dokie. Go ahead. I would give this a five. I'm eager to eat it again. Also, I was just thinking earlier about this because someone posted a thread on Twitter of vegan seafood options, store-bought and homemade, and it got me thinking about how hard giving up seafood was for me mm. back back in the day. It was actually the last thing I gave up. Cheese went first. Mm-hmm. I mean, went earlier for me than seafood. It was hard. Anyway, uh, five. I missed shrimp. Now Five international sections at the grocery store. Uh-huh. What about you? I'm going to give this. I thought the taste was there. I thought the texture was there. I don't care so much about the protein fact that you tried to like stain my glee with. I wasn't. I was just qualifying because some people worry about. I liked the size of it. I liked eating it on its own. I also liked it in the dish. I am excited to try it again with different uh, cooking methods, with different pairings. I am excited to eat so much of this that I become sick and (laughs) am turned off of this food because I'll always associate it with that sickness, which is, uh, you can't get a higher mark than that. I agree. This is six out of six international sections at the grocery store. (gasps) This is just six out of six. Can I say something? What? For some reason, even though you said six several times, I forgot it was out of six, and I wanted to give it a six as well. That sounds a little bit Jenny come lately. No, it's Jenny come wasn't listening. Jenny come wasn't listening. <laughs> Jenny wasn't paying attention. Okay, but also says six. So I pretty it was pretty clear about it being six. Oh yeah, crystal front, and then I forgot. Well, I'm. I'm sorry, but you're you're a five. You're a five out of six. But I'd Hey, we can do this again with another pairing and another dish and treat it like a whole new thing. And I think that the listener, single, would be okay with that. And if not, they could just skip it over and that week we get zero listeners instead of the one listener we get. Well what about there's the also vegan Z Star has a shrimp that we I thought you wanted to try this shrimp. I did what I we did try. I would like to eat it again. You, that would be your chance to rescore it, though. Is my point. Oh, I see. I don't know. We'll all right. We'll discuss that right now. It's a five out of six <laughs> international sections at the grocery store. Yeah, I've got a six out of six. Yeah, my whole heart's in it. Yeah, not like international me. sections of the grocery store. Mm-hmm. Um, and I look forward to what's next from all vegetarian. Me too. I can't wait to see where they go from here. Yeah, I think they have more stuff 
I hope. I, I think that's a safe assumption. I think they make more stuff. Nope, they make one box of shrimp a year. We were lucky enough to get it. Thank you all for listening. If you're enjoying the show, take a second to rate, review, and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. It really helps us out, and we just love reading those five-star reviews. We might even read yours on the pod. We will. You can also follow If we don't get so many that we can't read them all. I mean, we could read more than one. If we got a thousand, it would take us forever to do that. And I don't want somebody to be disappointed. Guys, let's see how. My biggest fear is somebody being mad at me. Really? (laughs) In my whole life. (laughs) You can follow us at Talking Tofu on Twitter or at Talking Tofu Pod on Instagram. And I'm at Glue and Glitter on all social media. Yeah. (laughs) The idea of somebody being mad at me is really upsetting. I'm a this has been true my whole life. <laughs> Don't be mad at me. Anybody ever. Please. <laughs> I'm Lion Leader on Twitter and Instagram. And we'd love to hear from you. Got a suggestion for a food we should try? Thoughts about an episode? Just want to say hello? Don't tell Dave you're mad no, at him. Well, I mean, be honest. I need to know <laughs> if you're mad at me, though. I need to know it. And I'm, I can't run away from it. I'm going to try and do things in my life that make people not mad at me, but I'm also going to try and do what's right. And that's going to make some people mad sometimes. Yeah. That's part of growth. Mm-hmm. And so I have to be okay. I'm saying if I made you mad, you have to tell me too. You have to. <laughs> Legally binding. That's the only way that we'll both grow because you need to be confident enough to tell me that I've made you mad. So if you have made Dave mad, write to us at Talkin' Tofu. Not po- only no. if you've made me mad, No, though. if Dave's made you mad. No. Or any of the other things aforementioned. If you have any – things that made you mad can be included <laughs> in the things that you write us about. And I hope that they are. But don't wait for something to make you mad to write us. The address that you'd send those comments to is TalkinTofuPod at gmail.com. That's talking without the G. Talking Tofu is a production of Caddington Inc. Our music is by Delicate Beats. Bye. Bye. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.